We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Deacon Paulson. <laughs> he covers the X's and O's for the burgundy and gold. Deacon Paulson, the corner's office pronounced this football team dead at about 12.30 Eastern time Monday morning. Deacon Paulson, I want to know, is there any chance for revival Saturday night against Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers? I mean, the music right now, boys, is absolutely killing me, so I'm really glad I'm on for this. But I will say, um, you know, when I first started doing my eval at San Francisco, I thought there's absolutely no way that they're going to win this game. But then the more film you watch, the more games you get into, the more you, like, delve into the match, you say, maybe there's a chance. And I know I sound like I'm a crazy person, but let me give me, give me a chance to defend myself. So, first off, the San Francisco defense is number one ranked defense in the NFL. They're very, very good. They're very fast. they got a whole bunch of pass rushers who are great. They've got a young safety who's going to the Pro Bowl. They're very dynamic, right? However, when you run the ball directly into the teeth of the defense – that is where they're kind of at their weakest, right? Sideline to sideline and coverage are excellent. When they blitz, they're excellent. Third down, they want to get after you. But teams that have run right at them, attacked the center, the heart of that defense, have actually done really well. That was Kansas City's run game to a T. Kansas City did a whole bunch of other stuff in addition to running the ball mm-hmm. down the pipe. You know, uh, Atlanta ran the ball right at them. They were able to kind of manage the game flow, get first downs, much like the um, – the, the Philadelphia game for the Commanders. I do think that there's an opportunity for them to kind of engage with this game plan, strength on relative weakness for the San Francisco 49ers, move the football, get them to pack in the box, and then hit some of those play-action passes down the field. I will say Kyle Shanahan, D'Amico Ryans, that whole coaching staff probably understands that that's what the Commanders want to do. That's what they need to do to win this game. So they're going to have their own solution. So then it gets into, like, what is the 2.0 solution is it the jet sweep is it the play pass is it the keeper game what is it and that is going to be a really fun chess match to watch and then offensively i think it's really interesting that brock purdy is being very very heavily insulated by kyle shanahan and the way he's calling games they've kind of transitioned to a run first approach and they hit their big plays off of game plan design plays things that are designed to break your defense's rules and kyle's done a great job of getting those called in, um, in kind of critical situations, and they've executed. So I do think that there's a chance. The margin for error is very small, but there's more of a chance today than when I started watching film a couple days ago. What's your solution, Bruin, to our pass protection? We were a sieve last week. <laughs> How do we correct it? Now, clearly, we tried a strategy that failed miserably, and that was don't help your tackles. Right. Right. I think, you know, there's obviously a whole bunch of different things that I would say. One is if you look at the first drive of the second half 
and the uh, the second drive of the second half, you see how effective play pass is in elevating that offensive line, just giving them different targets, giving them different assignments, messing up the rusher, confounding the rusher, giving the rusher different looks. I think that's a huge element. And I think I was a little bit surprised early on in that game when Scott Turner and the offensive staff kind of, I don't want to say leaned away from it, but didn't lead into it the way I thought they should have, right? Obviously, you look at um, the New York Giants and what they did to negate the pass rush for the command. You bring chippers. You bring, um, you know, three-step, two-step drops from the gun. Get the ball out of the quarterback's hands quickly. Give him answers quickly to get the ball out of his hands. Understanding that 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 offensive line for the Giants can't allow you to push the football down the field, I think that's got to be a little bit of a shift from Scott when it comes specifically to drop-back passing stuff. I think the main thing that they should lead into, Doc, is the, is the play-action pass. You've worked so hard to establish that and set that up with the outstanding running of Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson and even Curtis Samuel to a certain extent. Um, put those guys in a better position to be successful with that. And then when you do have to drop back pass, what are your solutions to insulate that group? Is it chipping? Is it slides? Is it quick game? Is it screens? Those are the types of things that I think would really, really help this group in pass protection. Deacon Paulson, I I felt like you felt until yesterday. I saw the video from Matt Barrows, who covers the athletic. You mentioned the interior of that San Francisco 49ers defense being the weakness. Well, for the first time in two and a half months, Javon Kinlaw practiced and is expected to play Saturday night against Washington. What type of challenge would he bring for this commander's offensive line? Obviously, uh, Kinlaw is a physical freak, right? He's a big man. He's 6'5", 6'6", 230 pounds, and he moves really well. He's very strong. I will say when I watched him when he was healthy, he, he seems to be playing better than he did last year in his limited snaps this season. Mm-hmm. But he is a guy who plays with a little bit of undisciplined, uh, an undisciplined streak to his game, which you know he gets out of gaps. He's not always where he's supposed to be. And when you're a defense-like uh, San Francisco, obviously, like that's part of the scheme, but it also seemed to have hurt them pretty dramatically when he was doing it. So, as much as people want to kind of anoint him as being a first round pick who looks like a physical freak, who is a physical freak, there are some limitations to his game, some youth to his game that I think, um, you know, don't make it an easy matchup necessarily, but say, man, there, there is some miles to be had attacking him in the run game and kind of making him think and kind of reacting. You're, you're talking about a guy who hasn't played a lot of football recently because of the injury. Now, when he's healthy, is he a dominant force? Yes. But I do think that that's important to understand. Just throwing it back into the mix doesn't immediately make their defense better. How disappointed were you with Sunday's failed attempt to defend the home turf? Yeah, I mean, Doc, that's a, that's a, that's a really good question. And I think, obviously, as a fan of this team, as a fan of this organization, like it was very disappointing because it was an opportunity for them to kind of declare on a national stage that they deserve the respect and admiration that they've been getting over the last couple of weeks and an opportunity for them to kind of say, we are a legitimate playoff team against a team that I think that they're probably better than. I think that the roster is probably better than. So I think that's where my frustration come from. Obviously, I feel terrible for Ron. I feel terrible for the guys on the team because, Doc, like I've been a part of games like that where you lose games you're supposed to win, and that is devastating. So I understand the heartbreak that's associated with that. But, yeah, man, I'm, I, was, I was pretty disappointed because my expectations were very high for this team. And, uh, unfortunately, they didn't meet them um, in a primetime kind of moment. Yeah. Well, Logan, we've gotten, what, six, seven minutes into this conversation. We haven't brought up quarterback. Ron Rivera obviously declaring Taylor Heineke the starter for Saturday night. What did you see from his performance 
And how do you think, if you think, Carson Wentz can elevate this offense? Yeah, again, I think that's a really good question. You know, what I'm seeing from Taylor is is Taylor playing like Taylor, a guy who um, is good in certain situations, has value in certain situations, but is also somewhat limited um, by his physical tools, but also just kind of by his ability to protect the football consistently, like that everyone talks about is turnover-worthy plays, and you see that fairly consistently when he does play. He doesn't always take care of the football the way he should, especially when you're running an offense like this designed to kind of, you know, limit the hard decisions you have to make, all those different things. So I think, um, you know, I understand Ron's desire to maybe get Carson Wentz in the lineup. I understand the need for a spark in certain situations, especially when you when your defense is playing as well as they have been, when the um, when the special teams has been playing uh, as well as they've been playing, you need something to kind of help finish these drives, score points, and make a push into the playoffs. Obviously, um, there's no guarantee that Carson comes out and plays better than Taylor has been playing. But I do think, you know, when you're looking for a spark, that's an easy way to go. It's an easy way to start. And, um, and I think uh, Carson in this new kind of new look offense might be able to do some stuff that, that Taylor hasn't been able to do. Uh, Bruin. Your evaluation of last week's game, what did New York do to kill our momentum defensively? They basically, some of our best players' names weren't mentioned after the introduction. What happened? Yeah, so I think when you look at what New York did, is they deserve a ton of credit, is they understood the strength of this team is the, the defensive side of the football and the defensive line. And what they did is they said, we're going to get into kind of these – quicker developing pass concepts. We're going to get the ball out of Daniel Jones' hands quickly when it's an obvious passing situation. We're going to chip with the back. We're going to chip with the tight end. Um, and our run game is going to reflect the strength of the defense, which is the two interior defensive linemen. We're going to trap. We're going to wham them. We're going to show them tight ends. We're going to give them different things to think about and consider. And, uh, you know, obviously they have to go out and execute it, and they did. And I think uh, Daniel Jones deserves a ton of credit, like, he made a lot of plays in this game that are going to go unnoticed because they're for five-yard gains, but him getting the ball out of his hand versus a pressure, versus unblocked pressure, pressure him manipulating the defense with his eyes versus cover two, um, him finding the correct matchup in, in a man-to-man situation on third and seven. Like, those things are so valuable. And then, obviously, the play calling of Brian Dayball to kind of say, hey, you know, we need to run the clock out here. These are the runs we're going to call. And then, uh, you know, Jack being in cover two, Dayball taking advantage of it, or Kafka, the deep offensive coordinator for the Giants, taking advantage of it, and then waiting for Jack to respond. It was a really interesting chess match. But I do think that um, the New York Giants did an excellent job of knowing their limitations, understanding their limitations, and cultivating a game plan that put their team in the best position to be successful. Logan, Heading into Saturday night, I'm looking at the tight end specifically because I thought Sunday night that was the group that was unheralded to me in the running game when it was having success. We're seeing them use Cole Turner on these wham blocks, as we like to call them, sending him in motion and having him kick the crap out of whoever he comes in motion to hit. What have you seen from him over the past couple of weeks, specifically from Sunday night, and then how else can they continue to get these tight ends involved? Because I think it's still a very damn talented group. Amen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, Cole Turner's done an excellent job of kind of embracing this role of like a pseudo fullback. And he is a guy that, you know, was a, basically a receiver in college, and a lot of people had questions about his toughness and his grit. I feel like every single week he shows up and just answers those questions emphatically, you know, with, with excellent physicality and excellent toughness. toughness. Obviously, he's still developing from a technique standpoint, but I love his aggression. I love his mindset. 
John Bates has been excellent in this role. You know, it's kind of the inline blocking Y, doing some more move stuff off the ball. Um, you know, he had some excellent finishes in the game, just kind of getting nasty, getting gritty, getting after people. And they're, they they deserve a ton of credit for Brian Robinson averaging seven yards a carry. Like, they, that group did an outstanding job. Logan Thomas, obviously, that's not what he's known for. Is but a guy who's shown a uh, – is he hurt? Yeah, Lo- um, I mean, this you know, is not the same Logan – Thomas, I was happy the way he came back. I thought he came back maybe a little bit early, but he he's so athletic. He's been zero threat in the red zone. I just this guy to me is a Pro Bowl talent. What am I missing? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot of, a lot to do with like usage package. Quite frankly, I think the team's identity has shifted, Doc. And I think you know you playing tight end, you understand that when a team's running the football more, they the tight end needs to block more, right? When you're running play action pass, the tight end's in to block. Yeah. And obviously they're trying to find ways to get on the ball. I think back to the New York Giants game in the red zone where Taylor Heineke overthrows the football, and I hate to revisit that, but there's an opportunity for him to kind of make an impact in the red zone. And um, I think with all of these offensive weapons, sometimes it's easy to forget that you have a Logan Thomas, you have a Cole Turner, guys who in training camp were absolutely outstanding in the red zone and kind of get away from that in favor of, you're Jahan Dotson, who obviously has been in the red zone. You're uh, in favor of Terry McLaurin, who's maybe your best offensive player, right? So I think understanding kind of the balance and where these guys fit in and where they get their touches, I think that's part of Scott growing as a coordinator. You know, everyone forgets that he's a relatively young play caller. And uh, that is a very challenging thing when you're calling plays to kind of allocate resources effectively and put guys in the best position to be successful. So, you know, I've been I've been pleased with Logan Tom- Thomas's competitiveness when they do target him. They you know, it is on like checkdowns, but he has been finishing with a good violence and a good uh, mindset, which I like. But obviously, his touches have been limited, and a little bit of that's how they're calling games. A little bit of that's usage. A little bit of that is Scott getting used to having, you know, a very dynamic skill position group. All right, my brother. Um, when can we? Can you tease us on the next take command, or you want to? Make that a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously there's a Take Command show on Friday. Coach's show is on Saturday, or I guess Friday this week because the game's on Saturday. Going to break down the 49ers. Uh, Got to break down some stuff that they did well from the last game against the Giants, which is always fun to talk to Coach about that. And then, um, obviously, I've got some breakdowns on my Instagram, Logan underscore Paulson82, podcast, uh, the Take Command podcast with Greg Hoffman, which is always fun. So, Lots of things, lots of media, lots of new content coming out um, seemingly daily for me. Yeah, so. you're killing it, man, on the command center. I, I just, I just, I, I love it. So keep up the good work, bro. Yeah, appreciate you All making right. some good time job. for the thank you. today, man. Guys, thank you. Thanks for having me on. And, Doc, always appreciate your advice with your, your media stuff. Appreciate you got it, it baby. All right. It's Logan Paulson joining the funeral this afternoon. I'm- we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.